Out in space! Oh, look, it's a couch! Looks comfortable! And it's in space! Cool! Couch in space! Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2 of Couch in Space. I'm here with a colleague of mine, Ashley Watt. We work in the same building, on the same floor. We tend to bump into each other in the kitchen. We have some interesting chats now and then. So I thought, hey, Ashley, want to come and join me on the couch? And he has graciously agreed to come on. Thank you, Ashley. Thanks for being here. Yep, no worries. It's going to be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm hoping. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. interesting. Well, interesting is up to you, really. Yeah. It depends if you're interesting. But we did just start talking about um, travels. Yeah. And I've just been to London. Oh, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. London City. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I went there with my girlfriend and we saw all the, the sites, went to Harry Potter World. Mm. The London Eye and things like that, and yep. I saw Westminster Abbey. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Have you been to the city, London City? Yeah, I've been. I lived in London for six years. Oh, yeah, okay. so yeah. And in what area? Uh, started off in Wandsworth Town, which is kind of west, westish London, Clapham Junction area, and that's kind of okay. hot spot for like Kiwis and all that kind oh, of stuff. Really? Yeah, okay, so. and then yeah, did three months there in a shared flat, and then yeah, went out to East London. Sort of Isle of Dogs, which is right. kind of near Greenwich. Was that like your big OE? That was the OE, same as you, went over with the girlfriend. And okay. Why, why, why did you just go to London? Uh, I went because it's just, well, my granddad's from, he was born in Poplar, East okay. London, so I had like the um, grandparent like entry. Mm. So yeah, I went basically because back in the day, um, the exchange rate was good. It's just a good way to like see the world. If you can base yourself in London, mm. you can start earning a few pounds and then use that to see countries that you just never you never see. Like, and um, if you if you just sort of came from New Zealand, yeah, very expensive. I think that's maybe why people go there. I think no, so. Yeah, it's safe. You know, you know the language. Yeah, know the language. Yeah, <laughs> know the culture. Yeah. I found um, when I first came to New Zealand, even from Australia, I, I always found New Zealand to be a little, a little Europe, just mm. the way. You know, it's a younger Europe, but yeah. it's kind of a bit smallish and quaintish. That's true. What I loved about um, England, though, was because we went to see Stonehenge and, mm. and just even saw some of these little small townships, the mm. cobblestone streets. And yeah. I just love it. It looks so picturesque. It looks yeah. picturesque. Yeah. And then you just realise how young New Zealand is, really, like when you go over there, because you see gravestones that are like, you know, 500, 600 <laughs> years old. Yeah, or like Stonehenge, which Stonehenge, was meant yeah, to be exactly. how many thousand years old? Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Stonehenge? Been to Stonehenge, yeah. yeah. Your impressions? Oh, well, just still trying to work out how they uh, <laughs> got those stones up there. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit underwhelmed. Mm? Maybe because I've always ever seen them in pictures and people talk about them. But you get to this paddock and you say, oh, I mean, it was a shit day too. It was raining. Mm. It was really windy. It was freezing cold. Mm. And because you can't go close either, yeah, that's barricade right. everything. Yeah, so you're kind of seeing some rocks. Maybe that's my ignorance, you know, of yeah. not having studied the history of what they actually represent and mean. I mean, they did have a nice um, video of what Stonehenge represents with from an astro- astronomer's point of view, and mm-hmm. the stones that were relating to Stonehenge, which were over the hills and far away kind of thing that they kind of all linked together. Yeah. And had some sort of interesting points. Mm. But I didn't really understand it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What, what are your impressions? Yeah, I mean, I was just really... my It was just amazing trying to, like, work out how they actually got the stones there and just the history. So thinking mm. about the stones and then, like, 
yeah, how could they have done that, like, all those years oh, yeah. ago and all that kind of stuff? Definitely, and what does yeah. it mean? And then you kind of, your mind wanders and thinks, yeah, what was this like? Like, however long ago it was, thousands, you know, thousands of years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. You know? It's hard. What happened at Stonehenge? You <laughs> yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. Well, it's like the pyramids, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go into, ooh, some wonderful um, conspiracy theories about how, how they were built. Yeah. If this, in this day and age, we would struggle to build something like that, how on earth did they manage to do that so long ago? You know, was know. it another civilization that came through even before our one? Mm. That would make the most sense. How old is like Stonehenge? Like, okay. Super old, like, thousands. Yeah, we don't have someone to yeah, fact yeah. check. Yeah, yeah, and true. Actually, we need someone sitting <laughs> yeah. there with a laptop and just, true. hey, do a fact check. Yeah. Actually, Toby, can you fact check how old Stonehenge is? Thank yeah, you. We actually have one audience member today and yeah. we're going to do some fact checking. That's actually a good good. Perfect. That's what Joe Rogan does on his podcast. Ah, too. He's nice. got someone there. There we go. Just fact check. That's quite good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so London was, was great. I really enjoyed that. Now, you told me, yeah, you've been to Zimbabwe. Yep, so, Zimbabwe. Okay. I don't know anything about that place. What made you go there? What made me go there? So, yeah, when I went to London, um, yeah, I met a Zimbabwean girl over there. So, yeah, girlfriend and, um, yeah, so that was my sort of link back into London. Because when you're over in London, it's really like, well, we... Australia and New Zealand have their own little banter here and we secretly love them but hate them at the year. But when we're over <laughs> in um, London, like it seems to be like South Africans, Kiwis, New Zealanders, they all stick together. Right. The camaraderie. So yeah, met um, a girl, she was from Zimbabwe. So yeah, just went back to meet the parents and, wow. and all that kind of stuff and spend a couple of weeks there. Actually speaking of, you know, multiculturalism, that's something I really thought London was amazing. Yeah. It really was a melting pot of cultures. Yeah. And, and it's not just visual. And what I really noticed that walking through the mall or walking down the streets, as people walk past you, mm. it, every 10 minutes you're hearing three or four or five different languages as people walk past yeah. you. Yeah, that's true. And I thought that was just phenomenal. I, I, I loved it. Yeah. I loved that side of it. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Um, yeah, just, you just, well, once I think like New Zealanders don't. Um, I don't think, yeah, you really get a new appreciation for New Zealand once mm. you've actually spent time over in London. You know, it's just a sort of different sort of like um, yeah. thing. Yeah, but I know what you mean. It's it's good. It's busy. London's busy. There's always things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be tiring to, to live there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great place to visit. Yeah. So tell me about Zimbabwe. I, I, I don't know anything about it. So t- tell us about the country. How How is that? Uh, yeah, From well, my, New, Zealand's point of view. New Zealand's point of view, it's like a beautiful um, country it's um, it's small in terms of I could just always compare it to South Africa South Africa and Zimbabwe so I look at South Africa I like South Africa and then Zimbabwe is just like a condensed version of South Africa so right. it's got all the little thing yeah the people super friendly you okay. know yeah super friendly I went in a, in a time where um, they're struggling a lot I think they probably still are struggling, but like um, really like just to even get basic food and petrol wow. and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, there was a bit of a, a process to, you know, line your car up and wait in the queue for days just for petrol. Um, yeah. I don't even know how that would work. You know, uh, how did it not turn into absolute chaos? Uh, it's, yeah, there seems to be some sort of order to it, but then you've got the, the guys that try and jump the queue. I've seen that, and then there's like yeah. uh, fake funerals, so people if people really need like fuel and stuff they'll put like coffins on the back and then drive up and then the petrol station owner will like you know oh really stuff like that that's what i heard <laughs> no from way. my ex's parents yeah that's that's what happens and it's all that kind of stuff but yeah just people need to get their petrol and they tend to stay in a reasonably good, good yeah. order about it yeah 
Because uh, personally, if I think of Zimbabwe, you know, I, I think of people living in the bush and, and huts and things like that and beautiful yep. landscapes. Mm. Obviously, that's not so. They, they've, they've got other mm. um, civilization and things like that. Culturally, how are they different? Culturally? Know? Yeah, like, how, what are their streets like? Streets, well, I was in uh, Harare, which is, um, yeah, the main city. Like, it's um, just like an old version. It's like an old sort of, like, town and... Mm -hmm. In, in New Zealand, though, it's probably the best sort of thing with a few sort of like high-rise sort of things. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. Maybe nice. um, hard to really... Because I just have a tourist impression of what's in Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Vic Falls and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right, No, it has like, you know, um, where I was, I was in the main city. Um, yeah, sealed roads and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. People friendly? Super friendly. Yeah, that's the, I mean, my gut feeling is like I was scared of... Um, um, Johannesburg, right? You know, yep. I was scared because it's just. I'm like, kind of. Yeah, big, I was yep. scared, but yeah. but uh, Harare, I wasn't scared. Like I felt like I could just walk around anywhere. Like I felt like I'd say because of the struggles, like and people have in like South Africa, it's a diff. You know, you are a bit scared, but even in Zimbabwe, even if I felt like I lost something, I needed help or something like that. Yeah. You know, uh, I, it'd be it'd be fine. I'd be able to just almost like just trust people a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do some speak English? Yeah, 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 they're pretty good at, um, yeah, most right. speak English and then like, I think the main language is Shona or something like that, oh. Shona. And then there's like, heaps of other different dialects. So what's Shona an offshoot of? Uh, oh, I don't know that. Um, what does it sound like? Uh, it's kind of like, um, yeah, like kind of like a South African like oh, okay. language, but okay. just more, um, Oh, it's hard to explain. I'm not, not good at like describing, like um, you know, how something sounds. I yeah. can't do an impression either. <laughs> no, better not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, might yeah. Offend someone. Offend someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, it's um, uh, yeah, good country. Um, it was, you know, my sort of impressions of it. It was doing well, um, mm. and um, yeah, just slowly over time. It, I mean, my, my opinion, like it just yes. got sort of like, um, you know destroyed a bit by a greedy like people and right. high power and stuff okay i mean my um exes was a um journalist actually um for ap i think ap is that sort of associated press yeah associated press. Yeah, he was based in the his um ex-girlfriend's dad and and yeah he's always had access to um, um robert mugabe and all that and all that kind of thing so because wow. he tends to like his, his he was telling to me he tends to report like honestly um, I suppose, and, 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 and so right at the start, like, he was, you know, everything was good with, like, um, Robert Mugabe. He was doing good things, yes. um, you know, in terms of trying to um, get, the, get the land back to, you know, people and that. Mm -hmm. But then just over time, uh, it really became about him, I think. That's my impression about Robert Mugabe. And right. just, like, a lot of people were suffering and bad, I think bad decisions were made in terms of, because their land is good. Yeah, land is, val is valuable land. It's good, but um, fertile. Fertile, <laughs> and it yeah. was. It was proven it was fertile. But then, you know, then in the space of like twenty years or even less, it just um, really, you know, became sort of like, you know, just not being productive land. Right. You know, and everyone knows what happened with, with the rest of that with the money situation and power people, just corrupts. Eh? Yeah, it's power just... corrupts. It only goes so far, and then kind of like the bubble bursts, and yep. then all that the goodness of humanity kind of just yeah. drifts on the wayside just to keep the power up. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. sad. That's true. You see it time everywhere. Again, hey? Yeah. Mm. What's the most interesting place you've been been, been to? If you 
Oh, most yeah, interesting place if I had to pick one. Because you've obviously been around the world. You've seen a few things. Yeah. It's an interesting place. Kind of that caught you by surprise that... Yeah, I think... Hmm, Vic Falls, Victoria Falls in Zimbabwe. I've right, been okay. there. I've been, um, and... And what, you, what was it about the place that kind of captured uh, your imagination, I suppose? It was like the noise of the water, actually, because like, I've never yeah. been to like a massive waterfall before. Yeah. So I went, went there and then really like, yeah, the water's falling over. It's just the sound and like the constant rain. You don't, you don't right. get that experience from like just seeing a waterfall on TV or something like that. No, no. It's huge, the amount of water that's going across there. I saw, the biggest waterfall I saw was um, um, in, 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 in Germany where the Rhine kind of just, the Rhine falls down. I think it's called Am Rheinfall, and, um, and it was like what you described. You can kind of walk onto a little platform and you've got this giant waterfall just cascading down. Yeah. And the noise yeah. and the energy and the power. Yeah. It's just, it's just awe-inspiring, isn't it? Yeah. It, um, uh, I took a photo uh, of one of my family members um, from a distance and they're just there holding their hands up like the, the energy comes in. Yeah. And they're just totally dwarfed by this mountain of energy and water. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it was one of, one of my... Um, most exciting things to see. I think. Yeah, no, it was super good. Yeah, I think the uh, translated like yeah, just uh, that, those Vic Falls are called like the smoke that thunders, and it's kind mm. of like that. It's really like misty and smoky, and it's just like constant noise. Yeah, it's really another experience you get. Yeah. Well, speaking of experiences, um, you're also your father, so um, we get a lot of um, <laughs> guests on here that are fathers. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on parenting these days? You know, yeah, it's it's an interesting. Um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about the world mm. and we are all trying to cope with social media yeah. and not being offended when we talk to things. Yeah. Does it ever go through your mind that as a parent, do you try and protect your kids from that or, what, yeah, what is your take on that? Yeah, I've got three kids, nine, seven and five. So wow, yeah, okay, you've got a while to go. <laughs> yeah, got a while to go before. But now the, uh, the nine-year-old's getting into her... Um, Getting into her gadgets and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, she's allowed a um, uh, an email and sort of like Facebook. I think maybe another about three three years. I think. 12, Does she have her own phone? She's got her own phone. Yeah, so she's nice. She's got her own phone. Got her own phone. Yeah, she's got her own yeah. phone, and that's for safety, really. Yeah, right. It's not really a you know. That's just a cheap phone. No, yeah, right. but she knows how to use it. And yeah, she can phone people. Because I mean, I, I believe in that. I think you don't want to shelter them from technology. No. And. They're going to grow up with it, yeah. You know, it, and the better, the quicker they learn how to deal with technology. I think so. I think everything in balance is fine. You know, yeah. I, hate, I hate rule structures, and you know, you can't do this and you can't do that. It's just all about balance. Are you addicted to your phone? Uh, yeah, I do struggle when like I don't have my phone, or just I know I can't check stuff on or some news or something like that. I think I'm addicted to it. Right. Mm. Is there something you think you'll ever not get addicted to? What's that, sorry? Ever not get addicted to having a phone? Is that something? Uh, I think that's, that's, that's gone. I think, yeah, I think people, it's part of necessity yeah. of everyone's life now. It is, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I do that. I get up in the morning, first thing I, I check the phone. Yeah. And now I thought about it, you know, it's never off. Never it's off. It's either charging or yeah. it's on. 
I listen that's to podcasts at night. That's my phone and yeah. my alarm in the morning and then check the news. And You heard it here first. Uh, Ashley listens to Couch in Space at <laughs> night to help you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help me go sleep. But you're right. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, we are keeping these things on all the time. Like yeah. we are in contact all the time. I feel, yeah, I feel lost. Sometimes I struggle yeah. just to sit with myself and, and just be present for the moment. If I don't have my phone, don't have a distraction. Exactly. It's a constant battle. And surely there's consequences to that. Yeah. Um, I was at a, a movie screening um, earlier this week and we were all congregating in the auditorium or the foyer mm. and I wasn't with anyone, so I knew absolutely no one. Yeah. So you stand there for a while thinking, well, I feel silly. Yeah. So you, what you do, you get on your phone and you distract yourself. Yeah. You don't make any effort to maybe talk to someone nah, next to like you. That's like a safety thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And there's all these people. And But even if we are with your friends, I see a lot of people that were on their phones while being in their group. Yeah. So you've got this constant ah, yeah. distraction. You see it at restaurants and everything. Sometimes people go out for a meal and they're both yeah. on their phone and it's not just for a couple of minutes. <laughs> and how hard. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with, um, like, the mental health of society mm. these days, that... You know, you're getting anxious and if your brain is always switched on, at what point can you ever shut down? Because mm. I don't think sleep is enough. You know, people say, oh, I'll, get, I'll go to sleep. But as soon as your eyes open, yeah. you're, you're attached to this little device, really, mm. that mm. is your social lifeline. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, And no one takes a break from it. Yeah. And we are thrust on that. And this is it. We are the generation that wow, look at this cool gadget, yeah. and we just embrace it, bring mm. it into our home. Mm. Whereas the next generation, they will grow up with it, but maybe they can actually learn to tame the beast yeah, in a way. Because yeah, hey, yeah. we don't. We have no idea. Nah. We yeah. don't even remember when it was a time without having a phone I and the internet full yeah. time. I can remember getting the internet, and that was probably when I was about 13 or 14. Mm. That's my first experience with like a, yeah. a computer connected to the internet. Yeah. Wow. wow. It was like dial-up, I think. And now it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's just, yeah. What, a 3G? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can just check emails. I can't play That's any right. games. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but yeah. yeah, how do you tame it? How, if anyway, how do you switch off? How do I switch off? Um, yeah, like it's really important to me to switch off. I like um, just really, I need to keep structure in my, in my life. I need to keep balance. You know, I need to force myself actually to like stick to a, a routine because I'm, I'm I'm an obsessive like type of person. I think like if okay. I get an idea in my head, then, then that's it. I'll just do all that and then even fail to just do basic stuff and right. sort of like um, yes. But and how do you do that? Like, do you have a diary? Or uh, I've or got a um, an app. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I tried all the apps and all that, but then it just gets too confusing. So no, I just does, like, yeah, yeah, right, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I got a, I got a calendar. Use Google Calendar. That's yep. it. And then really, I do just have like, a, just on a bit of paper, Monday to Sunday, and I just plan my week. And I just make sure that I've got like, um, it's balanced. I've got a bit of physical, um, you know, I always try and put myself to sleep at 10.30 because I just realised how important sleep is. Mm -hmm. you know, I was yeah. sleeping till one or two and realising why I was feeling not good and super important. Um, yeah, so just really like try and look after physical um, mental and like you know the spiritual like side of things really yeah. just keep those balances as long as I'm getting fed that way then that's good and there's different things I do like um, yeah connecting with people is like something that I'm not really uh, you know maybe I'm just a bit shy sometimes but really no. having good honest conversations with people wait now this is an interesting question 
mm. connecting with people. Yeah. Like, and I've thought about this as well. And part of having a couch in space is kind of connecting with people yeah. on a deeper level rather than just five minutes in the kitchen kind yeah. of thing. Mm. Um, is this something that you had but lost since you had your phone? Or is this something that you've always struggled with? Um, yeah, that's a different, yeah. Well, it's kind of a plus and the minus. Like, you okay. know, technology and like connecting with people, that's good because it makes the world a lot smaller. Right. You know, you get to like meet different people and, you know, mm. it's not like the old days where it's, you know, write a letter and send it off to your pen pal. There's all that sort of stuff. But I think like um, the social media and stuff like that, it really, um, it's, it is a way of connecting with people, but it's not really an honest way because, you know, people just like put up, you know, oh, look mm. at my party, look at my birthday, all that kind of stuff. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's... It's In that good. way, it's actually quite good. But getting back to, you know, you're saying you're quite shy. Yeah. But when I first met you, I, n I never got that impression oh, okay. that you were uncomfortable talking oh, okay. to someone different. Yeah, no, I get is super nervous inside and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that funny, though? And this is something that, again, uh, I kind of think about and I worry about a little bit. You know, when we see a person, mm. we only connect on a very superficial level. Yeah. You know, the, there's so much inside a person. You could be in the cafe laughing mm. and the next minute, 20 minutes later, you could be at home crying yourself to sleep. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. It, is, it is that. And social media, I think, looking at Facebook, uh, where you're putting your persona out into the world, mm. you only ever get to see the good bits and the yeah. best bits and, you know, lots of photos of Zimbabwe, you're having uh, a good yeah. time and things yeah. like that. Yeah. You never take a photo of you having an argument with no, your partner. exactly. And you're going like That's this. exactly it, yeah. But the thing is, people base their impressions of you on just that. And same with um, judging a book by its cover, I guess, you know, mm, mm, that mm. old saying, don't judge a book by its cover. Mm. Yet, I think we're very image-obsessed and we aim to have a positive image all the time. I mean, I use Facebook. I, I have a rule on Facebook. I never put anything negative. I want to, when I put a post up, if someone reads it, hopefully it makes their day just a little bit brighter. Yeah, that's it. That's my intention for, yeah. of all my posts. Mm. I don't try and get political or nasty with anyone. Mm. I think that's a different forum. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. And that itself takes discipline mm. because a lot of people use social media as a... Um, well, keyboard warrior kind yeah. of thing. Put yeah. their uh, um, impressions down and things like that. Do you ever use social media that way? Uh, yeah, I just actually started to use Facebook a couple okay. of years ago. Yeah, I sort of resigned to the fact I probably right. should yeah, use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did. I, did, I just didn't want to, didn't want to use it um, for a while. But I think that's because I was just yeah, not really engaging and, and that kind of thing. So Right. Yeah. But um, Did you find, so what, what took you so long to engage on a social media platform? So something you weren't interested in or just something you were weary of the whole time? Just a little bit weary of it. Yeah, Why? weary of it. I just like hear all these stories about like, you know, Facebook tracking you and all that kind of stuff. It's just maybe it's like paranoia and all that. But you hear some random stuff. Like yeah. I hear like, you know, I heard this one thing where, um, you know, a couple were talking about like a cat and they, um, you know, said, oh, yeah. They just did a test. They said, you're talking about a cat and we should buy some cat food. They don't have a cat. And then, like, about a couple of days later, on their phone, this is all voice, on their phone, um, yeah, all of a sudden their Facebook had, like, yep. something like cat food ads yes. or something like that. So that means, that tells me it's either, like, a super coincidence or 
you know, it's true. The voice recognition goes in and they just make hear what you're saying on their phone because there was no typing of it, no Googling it. Right. Oh, really? They voice, were just voice. This is why I read. Then. This is why I read somewhere. So I don't, you know, this is like, but it makes sense, you know, because data is so like, hmm. yeah. Target advertising, definitely. I mean, yeah. I've had instances like With that. Just where, by talking? No, not just by talking. No, yeah. no, I actually physically look yeah. something up or yeah. inquired or just click the link when Facebook ad came on, say like animation, you know, I'm curious about animation. So yeah. um, sometimes I click on things that are interesting, like someone drawing a background and things like that. Mm. And now I get all these adverts for, you know, doodling apps and things like that and yeah. drawing apps. And yeah. So yeah, it's definitely targeted. Yeah. And to be honest, that's what I expect. I don't expect Facebook to be, have any sort of privacy at all. Mm. And that's why I'm conscious about what I put up there. Yeah, you know, as soon as That's I start true. putting religious and political leanings, imagine the crap that uh, you get then. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just yeah. keep it very light-hearted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and not true. too serious. Yeah, but really, do you believe anything out there is, you know, private? Like whatever's on your phone. Yeah, it's true. Nothing. It's not. Nothing. Not these days. People no. really want to find out something they could. Yeah, but who, who wants to? That's who cares? Th- yeah, that's the thing. Like, are you that interesting? Not is the government a, that interested in what you do, Ashley? Not, not, <laughs> is there something you're not telling me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think, not an individual level, nah, I think, but once they get lots and lots of data about people and all, you know, just be one of like, you know, and they look at trends and all that kind of stuff, it can be super valuable to them because it work out oh, how people operate. Oh, but they're already operate. using it, they are. That, yeah. That's what Facebook do. Yeah, like that's true. Even Google. Yeah. So when these platforms where a hive aren't we and mm. how invaluable is it to, th- to hear or see what the hive is thinking mm, mm, mm. for someone selling something if everyone's talking about honey for instance mm. oh okay we can up the price of honey now because mm. it's a big thing people yeah. are buzzing yeah. buzzing about honey yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you poppy <laughs> yeah but yeah, it, it is. And I guess governments, if I was in government and running a country or mm. what, running a global network, mm. that, that information would be invaluable. Yeah. But to go in on a personal level, mm. you know, to really, oh, let's see what Ashley's ah, yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah. Or what Daniel is doing. Mm. Oh, man, they're going to be very disappointed, I think. I <laughs> think so, yeah. And what a waste of man hours to go yeah. through. Oh, yeah, oh, he bought, he bought an art book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How can we use that against them? Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm a political figure, I don't think people give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I reckon you're but, right. But yeah. if you're if you're scared of it mm. and you don't understand this big bad mm. internet, mm. of course you're going to think, oh, everyone's out to get me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got to be careful. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I don't think government organisations all that would really, but. Yeah, it's just got to be careful. You've always got to have in the back of your mind, I think, mm. you know, that what you put on the internet is, like, public. It is. Anything. Yeah. You're yeah. in the public square and you're shouting, this yeah. is my address. Yeah, that's right. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, and then people don't probably don't realise, like, um, yeah, how much information is public. That's probably another thing as well. Like, mm. even the older, but, but older than, like, us, you know, um, they probably, I think they'll be super scared because they just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Don't understand. I'm wondering if the younger generation know that, you mm. know, whether they care. Yeah. Like that, all the information is out there. Anything mm. that they say can be used. Yeah. Or, Another interesting thing I want to um, have a chat to you about, and we've been through similar sort of situations. Mm. Talk about anxiety and, mm. and people, is that um, 
depression is so prevalent now, especially mm. in middle class. Yep. They say white, but yep. yes, it just affects everyone else. Mm. There seems to be a general foreboding that people just go to the doctor and say, oh, I'm feeling run down, I don't have much energy, yeah. and I really don't feel good about myself, and I don't feel good about life. Mm. What can you do to help me? And then you get prescribed, get prescribed these antidepressants, mm. and, and they somehow do something that masks it. Yeah. Um, what, what has been your experience with that? Yeah, I mean... Um yeah, I'm, yeah, similar to we've chatted and shared our stories and that. Um, mm. But yeah, it's just really like there's a whole, it's just a whole other beast, depression. Like I've been thinking about it a lot because, yeah. you know, um, it's definitely something I've like, um, you know, experienced and battled through actually. I feel mm. like I'm at, at the, out the other end, but it was a massive wow. battle. Well done. Um, but yeah, you're right in what you're saying is, um, you know, it tends, for me, depression, it's a disease of the mind, obviously. And yes. it's like, it does tend to be like a, a I don't know, it tends to be like a first world like um, uh, problem, yeah. like what you were saying, like middle class, and you know, just wonder why, why is that? Because actually I've got, um, you know, because you know, we've got nothing to worry about. Mm. Not really, not living in New Zealand, for example, we've got, we're still going to get fed, yeah. worst case scenario, we're still going to get fed, we're still you know, going to get shelter, got head. a roof over our heads. So for me, I mean, I don't even know, but like, you know, because you've got all this, all your basic needs met and all that kind of stuff, mm. and then your mind's just like starts to worry, worry, worry about, you know, feelings and all that kind of stuff. And, and, yeah. and, and I think that really like plays into it to a and certain extent. Yeah. Why? You know, have you come up with an answer? Why does the mind start going into this spiral? It's, I'm, I'm wondering if that's somehow linked to just never switching off. Never switching off, I reckon. That's one thing I've learned mm. is never switching off and like, yeah, the way I got through it, like, um, it's really been like, you can't just say it was the doctor that gave me the antidepressants. You can't mm. just say it was, you know, family or real close friend support. Mm. Lots of different things had to, like, really, like, click into place, I think. Yeah. Yeah, in order for it to work. But it is a disease of, for me, it's like, when you're depressed, it's uh, really just going to a haze and, you know, I can probably just always constantly thinking about yourself and yep. you know and, and just how how bad your life is and all that kind of stuff and it's sort of, even though even, it's really good from the outset yeah no it's fine and then it's just spirals and you don't you, you don't um you don't realize um all of a sudden yeah 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 it's, it's, what yeah. we're looking back at it now and mm. coming out the other side amazing it it mm. is it is a feat to kind of be able to step back and see it yeah do you remember what the signs were? Like if, if someone came to you now mm. who is concerned or worried that, oh, you know, something's not quite right here, mm. what were the early signs for you that, you know, this is actually getting to be kind of coming, it's out of control basically is what it turns out to be, yeah. isn't it? You, just, yeah. you cannot switch the negativity off. That, that's that's right. the problem. Yeah, yeah. What were the early signs for you? Like when did you notice? Early signs is when I stop wanting to talk to people or right. be honest to people about about my feelings. Right. Yeah, you know, I think that's a real like. Um, See, I think talking is a is a big one. Talking, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, talking is a huge one because like, and just not being judged when you talk. That's an important thing because I, I genuinely believe like all humans are born like you know innocent and just like you know the, yeah. it's, it's what happens after that in terms of 
uh, how they're brought up and their life experiences. It runs complicated, oh, um, but totally, yeah, yeah. lots of people are misunderstood and, and all that kind of stuff. And generally, people inherently are good, I reckon. And and with the depression and stuff, if you do, you know, I'm quite shy and um, you know, uh, you know, dishonest, I, I suppose, but only dishonest to myself. Like I'd always right. try and tell the truth, but dishonest to myself, not really recognizing my feelings. And so it's if I can just talk about it. Oh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling, uh, you know, a bit sad today and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or, and that's something difficult for, like, um, men to do, I reckon. But um, Men especially. Especially. But yeah, if you say, oh, I'm just feeling sad today, no one can solve, solve that problem for you. Right. Uh, they can't sort of, they can make, try and make you laugh and all that kind of stuff. But just by saying something to them, just by talking about it, by being able to, like, identify a feeling and mm. okay, what am I feeling? I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling a bit anxious, I'm feeling... Hurt, actually, I'm feeling hurt because I don't like how that person spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. Even if you can get that honest, like, dialogue going with yourself and then just sharing it with someone else and they mm. don't have to rescue you, they just no. need to listen. And listen. that, actually, I've noticed that even with, it's one thing I've noticed, I've really tried to stay honest just with people and that's yes. like, goes against my grain because I don't want to upset people and right. all that kind of stuff, you know? But just being honest and, um, yeah, honest to yourself and honest with others, you really then you can have like real relationships. Yeah, not, not and I think that's a really good point. Honesty. Yeah. With yourself. With yourself. And a lot of people, a lot of interaction you have with people is actually not personal. You know, if someone snaps at you, it's, it's not, not because personal. you're on, you you're you're an unlikable person. It's no. probably because they're having a bad day or they're struggling yeah. something internally. Yeah. But isn't it funny though that we take a lot of things very personally. Mm, mm, you know, mm. if, if someone's rude to me at the cafe, for instance, yeah. you know, it's like, how dare they? Yeah. Or, or you can go mm. the other way and say, yeah, maybe they just really know how shit I am. And, you know, yeah. you know a lot of people are really hard on themselves. I you know, so. they, mm. and, you know, I don't want to always go back to it, but it is kind of like the social media conditioning yeah. because your happy photos on Facebook is what most people think you are and you know mm. you never see what's on the inside of the people because the person looking on those photos mm. only ever sees your happy face and they think well they've got their shit together why don't I feel like what they look like correct and I think there yeah. is the problem ah that's true we are think it's not if we're not smiling having the best time of our life yeah appreciating our kids to death yeah we are somehow less than adequate human beings yeah and then and then yeah you're getting your signals from like the facebook and all that and that's yeah inherently dishonest then isn't it because well, it is. like well it's it's, it's only part it's, of it if, if, if people assume that facebook is people's lives then it mm. just can't be true everyone has like life is on life's terms really you know, it's it up and down. It's the way you deal with it. That's the that's and the there key. are there are up and downs, up and, and downs. the best way through it is balance. Yeah, if you're out of balance, and I'm talking about generically anything, like if you're always nice, you're going to be out of balance. Yep. If you're always an asshole, you're going yep. to be out of balance. Uh, yeah. Try a bit of both. You know, Try sometimes just yeah. now I'm going to be rude here because ugh, you know, yep. as long as you're not hurting anyone, you know. But sometimes you can say, I'm really pissed off today. Yeah. And, you know, you're not aiming it at anyone. It's just something, the world is just giving you a kick up the ass and yeah. you're feeling inadequate. Yeah. Feel inadequate. Yeah. But wake up the next day, okay, new day. Today yeah. I'm not going to be inadequate. I'm yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. You know? But accept yeah. that you had an inadequate day mm. and an awesome day and that's the real you. That's the real you, yeah. And being accepted by people, just the real you, failures and everything. But they, mm. people... They deep down know you're a good person, so they don't judge you on that. But you're right. It's like um, 
if you always people please and everything like that, yes. um, really you're at one end of like where you want to be. And if you're always aggressive and always wanting to have your say and your needs mm. met, then you're sort of at the other end. And people just strive for like right in the middle. Because yeah. you really need to acknowledge, um, for, for me, like I know I'm a people pleaser and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. I'm disrespecting myself actually by doing that because I'm not pleasing myself. You can look at it that way. I'm not, yeah. you know, giving myself enough respect. So yes. why am I, you know, running around and doing this? And then the other, at the other end of the spectrum, it's like aggressive. They always want their needs met. They, they will just like, you know, just, you know, run over people. But that, that is a sign of insecurity. A sign as of well. insecurity, everything. Yeah. So really it's just about, it comes back to honesty for me and it's not yeah. the honesty as in, you know, I stole something from the dairy. I need to better go and tell that person ten years ago. <laughs> you know, it's okay. really honest. It's about like just really understanding yourself, yeah, understanding your feelings and what makes you tick, and then you can really, um, then you can really start to realise that you know you're you're, you're worth something. You yeah. Know? Or for me, because I came from that you know people pleasing place to there, you mm. know, I can really understand you. You are you know valuable and, and all that kind of stuff to people. And I think honesty also you tend to understand where your limits are too. Yeah. Because like if you're a people pleaser, mm. you are always going to, you don't have a limit because you are always going to say That's yes. Right. Yeah. And you are, you don't have any personal power over that because you are just pleasing people. Yeah. And same with if you're an aggressive kind of person. Yeah. Same deal. You, you only have one way of dealing with something. Yeah. Railroad them or do exactly what they say. But yeah. either way, yeah. you're giving the others the power. Correct. Yeah. And it's only if you're a really centered person, yeah. I guess, that's when you can say, hmm. And yeah. that's hard work to be like in that centered space. Eh? Oh, totally. It's super and hard work. at the end of the day, this is what we're here to kind of learn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you ever hit that center space, yeah. it's only going to be momentarily. Yeah. Like, yes, shit together. And then yeah, it tips over again. Yeah. But you know, you're walking a tightrope. Yeah. You're constantly going back. But it depends how extreme either end you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And some for some people they love extremes. Yeah, they want to yell and fight and get physical. Yeah. And but on the other hand, they're the most loving people, and they have these you know really things. Yeah. But most of us are kind of in the middle where we just dangle back and forth yeah. like that. Yeah. Like kind of like swimming, isn't it? We're kind of swimming through. True. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that's the way we cope. So I'm I'm so glad you came out of the other end of it. And mm. I guess would you have realised? All about balance if you didn't have to go through any sort of depression state no i would have been stuck i reckon in that um, yeah. in that sort of like cycle always being a people pleaser and stuff and, and i've always wondered why i'm anxious and why i'm nervous all the time and yeah it's just really i think it's it's like any sort of pain you go through like mm. you can really i'm yeah I am, I am grateful to be where i am right now actually and and learnt what i've learned yeah do yeah. you find yourself you're more resilient now I feel like I'm more resilient. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I'm more resilient. And it's really about, you know, one of the keys is just connecting with a group of people, mm. you know, and just having an honest conversation about life. Yeah. You, know, you can just say anything you want. You're not going to be, like, judged. judged. And people will, oh, yeah, I can, I can, I, I sometimes struggle. And this is stuff you're not really comfortable about talking in general thing because, you mm. know, you don't, a bit scared about what people well, think it, of you. You're fragile too, because if I say, "Oh, what you're saying is a load of shit," it yeah. might crush you, you know. Yeah. But we're kind of on the same wavelength. But I have found though, no matter who I talk to, mm. everyone has their own kind of psychological evaluation of their world. Yeah. You know, everyone, no, everyone can 
things. I see the world this way, and this is kind of how it works. Yeah, and it's surprising to see how intelligent people actually are. Yeah, again, but you need to talk to them for more than five minutes. You True. know. Yeah. You meet someone, you talk about the weather in the gossip column, and yeah. you know, and it ends there. Mm. But if you actually sit down and ask someone, you know, how do you think life works? Mm. And the answer may very well surprise you. Yeah. And this is kind of this couch thing. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And it works very similar for many people. They just perceive it in a totally different way. Mm, mm, mm. So I, th I think it's, it's, it's magical yeah. in that way. Yeah, yeah. And I thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been cool. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Um, yeah, just like, um, it's, yeah, just exactly what you said. It's just like, it just seems so simple. Like, it seems so simple coming out of the depression, looking back. It seems yes. simple, like, just just be honest with people and all that mm. kind of stuff. But when you're when you're out there, it's really difficult. You need people around that actually like mm. do care about you and can just point you in the in the right direction. And no, I want to get back to the fog thing. Um, for anyone who listens to who's kind of curious about it or you know wants to see the signs if they are getting to a stage where they might need help. Mm. I think the fog is a very um, spot on analogy. It's like your your brain is totally fogged over. You you've got this singular vision of everything mm. and I think one of the wonders of the medication, it kind of lifts the fog, it kind of dissipates that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and this is crazy creepy how this medicine works, mm. suddenly the fog is gone and your whole perception is just clear and wide and you yeah. can take things on and go, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah I can do that. Yeah, okay. Mm. It, it I kind of moves everything into, I don't know, a totally different space. Mm. I struggle to see how honest that space is, you know. Mm. But then again, if you get unfit, you exercise, yep. you take a few vitamin pills, mm. and you get your body back into balance. Yeah. And I think maybe mental medication or mental holidays mm. are a thing of that. If we're always switched on and mm. we're always working so hard, yeah. maybe this is a good thing. But I think we don't really know how to use it yet. One, I think we prescribe it too quickly. Yep. And two maybe not as encouraging to get off it as soon as possible. As soon as you've got your balance back. I think back, that second part is true. Yeah. yeah. I think that second part is true, but it does give you sort of like a bit of, for me, it gives you breathing ground, eh? Yes. It allows you to um, keep on continuing and then just, you still need to do work. You still yes. need to, like I do mindfulness. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you speak that. Mm. It's like, oh, that's just a one way of escaping the busy world for a couple of minutes, you know, just being present. Little stuff like that, and then basic stuff, which I mean, I just didn't know. But it's routine and sleep and mm. exercise and connection with people, having yeah. a plan and a goal. Having too. a plan and a goal. You know, I've got problems in my life, but you know, I don't need to worry about them all at once. You know, just break yes. them down into little mm. like um, little um, things, and then you can just tick them off. So you feel good. You're actually working towards that goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff helps. But t honestly, talking to people. Honestly, um, people that you trust um, is, is, is like gold. It is. Yeah. It's like, on you know, connection is the opposite of uh, addiction or obsession. That's, that's, that's my, like, philosophy, you know. I think that's, that's very true because yeah. addiction is a very individualized yeah. thing, Self, isn't it? It's not like you share thing. addiction with someone. No. It's, it's about making yourself feel good and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And you can get that from connection. Connection is the opposite really of, yeah. Yeah, and just reconnect, share your um, 
share, share your stuff with people you trust. Mm. Um, yeah, and there's, there are people out there, but it's difficult to like, you know, find the right place. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Cool, man. Oh, well, that's been awesome. <laughs> How old is Stonehenge? Um, 5,000 years old. 5,000 years old. Yeah, see, okay. like what was happening back How there 5,000 years ago. Lifting these bloody yeah. heavy rocks. Yeah. Can you use pulleys and levers that much? Yeah. In order to yeah. create yeah. yeah, I know. Or were they aliens with a beam and they just went, this will, this will screw their minds up no, in 5,000 years time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that would make the most sense to me, you know. Yeah. Like, I think Earth is kind of almost like a little ant farm. Yeah. Okay, let's put some humans on there and a couple mm. of pyramids. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Mm. We'll come back in a few thousand years and see if they're still surviving. Yeah. I mean, we do it. Hmm? We do it as humans. Yeah. You know, we make fake ant colonies or, you know, True. play around with True. lesser species and see what they do in Cobra. True. Yeah. So they're all on Earth, planet. I suppose. They're all on Earth. So, yeah, I struggle <laughs> yeah. with that. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't, you don't believe in aliens, even though oh, you're sitting in a perfect. couch in space? That's just futuristic. Right? This will be like what everyone's talking about in 30 years. Yeah. See? How, how do you feel about people um, saying that space is fake? How can space be fake? Like, you can just look up and... See. Yeah, or the, just the pictures we have, or that the Earth is round. People, you know about that? The people still earthers? think it's fake. Yeah. No, I just don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah. But it's a different way of thinking. Yeah. So there's a, there's a very interesting documentary about flat earthers. Okay. And I found it fascinating. Different way of life, is it? Sort well, of different, whole different... It's a different way of perceiving. Mm. And I think a lot of it is... Surely they'd know that it's round, but it's just maybe the way they want to perceive it. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting how you yeah. have all this data, but you can... Mm. You can Choose to believe it. Choose to believe something that else. makes life colourful. That's, that's your really. truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. That's your truth, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I mean, are you fascinated with space? Like, is that something that interests you? Like astronomy? Uh, not really. I just tend to, yeah, sometimes gaze up and wonder, like, you know, just wonder what's out there. Mm. And I wonder about, sometimes I wonder about, like, time and speed and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. That's fascinating. That's too, fascinating. Hey? That's yeah. purely. God, it's yeah. another minefield yeah. in itself. Yeah. Because the more we learn about it, it's funny because um, uh, my son is just learning about waves, how wave, how light is a particle and a wave and it behaves differently in different situations. Mm. So, and this is what they get taught at high school. Mm. And I'm thinking too, that's only the surface. Yeah. Imagine if you start going to quantum physics and things yeah. like that. I mean, this is well beyond my understanding of Same. the world. Yeah. However, I just love the fact that there's so much unknown about it. Yeah. And that's the magic of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe one day we can float yeah. around in space like this. Yeah. 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 Cool, man. Hey, it's been awesome to have you on. Yeah. So thanks very Super much. Good. Do you, are you still nervous? I'm not nervous anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not nervous. Yeah, yeah. That's no, been it was good. good. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I just... Well, I hope to have you back sometime. I'd like to come maybe... back because I feel like talking some more now about yeah. some other stuff. This is time good. goes quick, doesn't it? I didn't even realise it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now I'll definitely have you back. Yeah. Thanks very much, Ashley. Yeah. yeah cool. It's been awesome. Yeah, we'll chat again. Right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on our couch in space. See you again later. Bye. Couch in space!